What's up and welcome to the Manga Anime Experience. I'm your host Gustav and today we are talking One Piece chapter 1008. Now today I'm doing something a little different. Um, I'm actually live on TikTok right now. My TikTok handle is GusOvaya98. That is G-U-S-O-V-A-L-L-E-9-8. Um, yeah, so basically I just reached a thousand followers on TikTok. So, you know, once you reach a thousand followers on TikTok, you can go live. Now, I've been going live and, you know, got good results so far. Um, I wanted to play music in the background, but honestly, I kind of can't because, you know, copyright bullshit. But, uh, yeah, so basically I'm on live. And if y'all hear me say hello to any people, you know, that's just me saying hi. Um, I want to try to do this and also do the live and then simultaneously release the, um, the, the podcast episode after, and then, uh, do a video about the, the, the podcast episode, this thing, you know, and then, um, do another live, uh, before I have to go to work today. Um, we had two people join already, but they left. Um, and I don't mind honestly, because, you know, either way. I'm okay with that. I'm acting as if nobody's even here anyways. So, I mean, it works out for me in the end. Uh, okay, so basically, I'm just going to read through chapter 1008 of One Piece. And uh, we're just going to go on about it, pretty much. Um, now, I've already read 1008. So, if you haven't read 1008, this is where you should probably... Get the hell out of here. Um, now, uh, this chapter's been out for two days now. I think this is the second day it's been out. Um, the official translation hasn't been out yet. So technically speaking, this is just kind of like the rough. Don't take everything like, you know, seriously, I guess. Or take it like a grain of salt, I guess, is how they say. Is this how, how the saying goes? Um so basically, chapter 1008 is titled Ashura Doji, Head of the Mount Atama Bandits. And the cover page is Robin. Okay, so the cover art request by Caramel the Dancing Butterfly. Robin helps a horse Robin helps a horse fly like a Pegasus. Obviously, I'm going to be messing up a lot and I'm not going to be editing editing that out because I'm live and so I'm just going to keep it going. Hi, how you doing? I'm currently reading uh, One Piece chapter 1008 and uh, doing a review on the podcast. Um, but yeah, so currently, I don't know who's making so much noise outside. Somebody's car or something. I'm so sorry if that, that you can hear that. Um... Basically, the cover art starts off with Robin helping a horse fly, basically making a horse a pegasus with her, you know, winged arm thing, you know, that winged arm move. I don't know what it's called that she's got. Now, we're going to start with page two and going down. Uh, treasure repository. So we're at the treasure repository behind the tower, right? Wahahaha. I can't blame you for being surprised. A shocking scene unfolds before them. Odin, standing there, seemingly, you know, being Odin, is like, I was flung, is like, I'll explain the details later. It's a long story. I was flung into the future by Toki's power. I see, says Kinemon. Odin Samayos Neko. Odin Samayos Kikunjo. I think that's his name. Kiku? I think, I know it's like Kiku, for sure. 
Um, on to the next page. Odin, Odin states, We sadly don't have time to celebrate our reunion now. Sorry I'm late. We failed to defeat Odin. Sorry I'm late. We failed to defeat Kaido back then, but now we have another chance to face him. That's right, yells Inu. Uh, you, can, you can count on us, yells Kawamatsu. O- Odin-sama. Uh, fuck, I forget their names. Oh well, I'm sorry. Everyone, don't be fooled, yells Ashida. This is obviously an imposter. What are you saying, Ashida, says uh, Kinemon. He's right in front of us. Kinemon, remember what Tokisama told us, yells um, uh, Raizo. And then on to page four. And Kinemon is crying. He goes, it's impossible. It's impossible to return to the past. Tokisama's powers can only send a person forward in time. But Odin-sama definitely died that day. That's a fact. So how could he possibly be here in the future? And then you see uh, Odin like grabbing, like unsheathing his sword, and um, Kinemon yelling "but" in tears. You know what I'm saying? And then Ashida says, "I understand, but you've got to open your eyes, Kinemon." And he slaps Kinemon, and I think he—that's when he goes for the. Oh, yes. So he slaps Kinemon out of the way, right? And then he slices Odin's face. And you can clearly see that there's a slash right through Odin's face. See? He doesn't bleed, yells Ashura. Ashura-san, yells Kiku. And you can look. And as the scene unfolds, you see that whoever this Odin is, this quote-unquote Odin is, has just stabbed Ashura to the chest, right? And Ashida's sitting there huffing and huffing. And he goes, now we know. I'm no different from you guys. I wish he was real. And that shit honestly hurts, man. Because this is the guy that brought them hope. Not just hope, but this is the guy that, you know, turned him into freaking... This Odin turned them into, like, men, you know? They were all bandits or they were all, they were all, how you doing? Uh, they were all doing some kind of dumb shit before. And once Odin came into the picture, it's like he turned him into something that they couldn't even see themselves being. You know, he gave them manners. He, he, they, they learned to, to have manners and they learned etiquette as well in order to be the right, you know, um, a subordinates of Odin, right? So it kind of hurts to see that Ashida Doji is like, yo, I'm the same as y'all. I'm no different. You know, y'all want this to be Odin so bad. And I do too, except I'm, I gotta be the voice of reason. You know what I'm saying? So he's, he, he goes, I'm no different from you guys. I wish he was real. How outrageous. Who's behind this? Yells, uh, Kawamatsu. Damn, we were duped, Ashida. Yells, Neko. Uh, going on to page six. Um, but his mannerisms, the way he talks, he's exactly like Odin-sama. We're the only ones who knew Odin that well. So it's you, Kanjuro. Kakakaka, don't be silly. I'm Odin. Ashura-san, forgive me, yells Kiku. This is my fault. I was meant to take care of Kanjuro. Even the sharp... And this is what... what kind of hurts and i like at the same time 
is Ashida is sitting there bleeding, bleeding out. I think I don't know. And he, and this is when Kiku comes up to him. He's like, "I meant to take care of Kanjiro because in the beginning, if you if you caught up, obviously if you're not caught up in One Piece manga, you shouldn't be here. But I mean, if you want spoilers, that's on you. Um, but basically, it's like at the beginning, if you know, and if you read One Piece, it's like, uh, hi, how are y'all doing? Um, and if you read One Piece, it's like Kiku was supposed to. Well, actually, we all thought Kiku actually did kill Kanjiro, right? So she kills Kanjiro. Well, it's actually he, right? He kills Kanjiro. And so now that, you know, bring it back to the present. And she's like, or he is like, yo, I'm so sorry, Ashida. I should have taken care of him. And he goes, even the sharpest sword becomes dull when pointed at a friend. And that shit hits, bro. That shit really hits. I don't, I don't know why. I guess it's something, something... It's, it has something to do for me personally with the topic of friends. You know what I'm saying? Me and my friends, I don't have very many. I have like three or four that I always talk to and then other people that come and go in my life. So for me, I just feel like I really felt that, you know? Uh, I don't know. It, uh, yeah. Anyways, so I'm on to page eight. Or seven. It was supposed to be seven. This fight is as personal as it gets. Is this a drawing? Where's his real body? Ka ka ka. Controlling this remotely is exhausting. Remotely? I won't live to see the end of this war anyway. I've already been severely wounded, yells Kanjido. Before I die, I will plunge a dagger into the heart of the Kozuki clan. I am Korozumi Kanjudo. Kakakaka. Momonosuke-sama's in danger. That's right, the voice from earlier. It said Momonosuke-sama was with the Kunoichi. Moving on to page 8. Shinobu, we have to find a way to warn her. And then, that's when you see Odin, or Kanjiro, uh, lift up uh, a match, and strike a match, and he's pretty much got, like, he's pretty much a suicide bomber, right? And they all see it, and, but Ashida is like, hell no, everyone get out of here. You have to stop Kanjiro. And then that's when Denjiro yells, Ashida, I'm sorry. Right? On to page nine. Hi, how you doing? Um, if you're not caught up in One Piece, uh, I'm probably going to spoil some shit. So, yeah. Okay. Um, you bastard. Okay, we're starting on page nine. You bastard, what a pain. Your mockery of Kazuki Odin ends here, and there's a giant explosion. We don't know if Ashida Doji is dead, or what, what the case may be. His sword is flung to the ground, and it just stabs the ground, and is sitting, sticking up out the ground, right? All the scabbards are furious, especially Kinemon. The look on Kinemon's face, wow. I can't wait till this gets animated, honestly. Um, ka 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 ka. Masquerading as a Kazuki to destroy the Kazuki before my death. What a fitting finale to my beautiful lifelong performance. Yells Kanjiro. And then all of a sudden, Jack pops out of nowhere. And that's when, like, he, the scabbards are faced with Jack, right? That was more bothersome than expected. Those pests tried to stall me. 
yells Jack. Neko to protect their precious dukes. Rizo, Neko, you two, you two keep going. You want to take me on alone, Lord of the Day? Yells Jack. Yells. He's not yelling. I just keep saying yells by accident. Um, we've both sustained substantial injuries. I should be, I should be more than enough. Yells Inu. Hey, what's up? How you doing? This isn't about settling our grudge anymore. I can't allow a rabid beast like you to continue chasing, to continue causing casualties. That's why I'm going to put you down, Jack. Everyone, I leave, I leave Momonosuke-sama to you. And that's when the Red Scabbards depart to go, you know, beat Kanjiro to Momonosuke. How am I? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Um, yeah, how are you doing today? I'm currently uh, reading One Piece Chapter 1008 for the pod- for my podcast. Um, uh, so, yeah, um, that's pretty much how I'm doing. I recently woke up like uh, 40-ish minutes to an hour ago. But, yeah, how are you? Um, okay, starting off on page 13. Jack starts off by saying, and I think this is kind of cheeky, you know, both of their responses. Um, Jack says... There's no moonlight in here. And then uh, Eno's like, funny, I was just thinking there's no poisonous gas either. Because if you remember back at Zoo, it goes all the way back to Zoo when Jack was fighting both Queen. What the fuck am I saying? Jack was fighting Neko and Eno during the day and during the night, right? And he's like, but Jack was using um, poisonous gas to weaken the minks. So basically, it's kind of funny because, you know, if the minks had the moon, you know, they'd, they'd be at an advantage. But, you know, ga- little gas put them at a disadvantage when Jack was around, right? Um, and this part of the chapter, I am not surprised with whatsoever. You know, uh, I just, yeah. The castle's on fire. Quickly put it out. We, can, we can't let it get too big. Goofoofoofo. That idiot. How dare you double-cross me, Kaido. Roast to death. There's no escape up here in the sky. Now go to hell. Goo-foo-foo-foo-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. I'll make him pay. I'm going to slaughter everyone. My thing is, before I started reading One Piece and in growing up, I was a, I became a bookworm at a certain age and in like middle school, elementary school. And I read like most kids read who love to read. I read Percy Jackson, right? And I read the whole series all the way from Percy Jackson and the lightning thief all the way up to, you know, the, the like lost hero. Sorry. Didn't mean to yawn. The lost hero stuff and everything. And I enjoyed, to me, Rick Riordan was the Oda to me before Oda existed. You know what I'm saying? Just his attention to detail and just how he put his stories together, I really enjoyed. Now, that was getting a little sidetracked. But, you know, in reading Greek mythology, Rick Riordan knew what he was doing. And he also knew what, uh, how to write it in a story. So, for me... um, 
what I liked is that he explained everything and in the first one, I think they go up against a Hydra. And a Hydra, you chop its head off, in Greek mythology at least, you chop its head off, it grows back too. So I don't know the exact name of the devil fruit that Orochi has, but he's def- he's, a, he's a Hydra. So it's like, as soon as, like for me, it felt so sudden for Kaido to just chop chop his head off out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, that seems like there's no purpose to that. But there's always a purpose for everything when it comes to Odin. Odin. Oda. Um, so, like, for me, I was never convinced that he was dead to begin with. You know, I just, I don't know. I just felt like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't feel like he was dead. That's for sure. Um, starting off on page 14, Momonosuke, Momonosuke's group. Uh, we're, changing, we're changing scenes to Momonosuke's group. Hi, Danny. Or, no, goodbye. Anyways, we're changing scenes to Momonosuke's group, and uh, they said, uh, hey, thank you for following. Um, uh, yo, what's up? How you doing today? I got somebody commenting. wonder if they'll stay long enough to have a conversation. Anyways, but uh, I guess I'll just keep up since, um, keep going since they didn't answer. Um pretty good how about you man oh okay yeah uh i'm doing all right uh how's your day been um what also what time is it where you're at because to me it's like uh 11 in the morning so i don't know what time it is where you're at um i'm currently doing i don't know if y'all watch or read one piece but i'm currently doing a i guess read through of chapter 1008 of one piece um for my podcast oh same 1135 nice 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 so we're in i feel like probably the same area ish maybe around the same area wait you live in the u.s or do you live somewhere else and uh but yeah i'm pretty much doing a uh read through of this chapter for my podcast Oh, okay, but but um, I'm not gonna ask any further because I wouldn't like for people to pry on for me. So I'm just not gonna pry um, as to where exactly exactly you live. <laughs> words, man, words. They just don't want to work today. Um, num num num. All right, I'm so sorry, podcast, because you're hearing all this weird shit that I usually edit out. But like I said, we're trying something new today, so. All is good in the hood, right? No, I don't live in the hood, but I used to. So, I hope that means something. Anyways, so back to reading this chapter. We're, we're, we're switching back. We're switching scenes to Momonosuke's group. We're on page 14 of 20. Um, and I think it's Yamato saying this. Hold still, Momonosuke-kun. Sorry, I, I can control it better now. See? As if if you were caught up in the last chapter, y- you would know that Momonosuke, or even if you're caught up at all, you would know that Momonosuke-sam turns into a dragon. He's got an artificial version of Kaido's devil fruit. So therefore, he can turn into a dragon, right? Well, I don't know if it's... I mean, it is Kaido's devil fruit, and it is a version of Kaido's devil fruit, but at the same time, I don't know. 
we don't really know what Kaido's devil fruit is, you know? Um, I mean, they told us, but they didn't give us any information on it. They just told us it was the koi koi fruit, right? Anyways, so Momonosuke-sama is back to being a human, right? And he's back at the side of Yamato, right? He's like, when I first met Luffy and his crew, I would turn into a dragon whenever I was startled or anxious. You sure startled me. That was similar to my father's power, says Yamato. If I could turn into a monster like that, I would actually be useful to the others. And then she goes, I wonder if Luffy is doing okay. I wish I could help take Kaido down as Odin. And then this is where it gets crazy. Um, this is the this is how you know that Momonosuke can also read and hear the... I mean, they've explained this. So I'm not saying that I'm here like, oh, no, he, I found out he could... No. But what I'm saying is we know that Momonosuke can hear the voice of all things. Because this is where it, it goes into play. Luffy's worn out, says Momonosuke, but he's as high-spirited as ever. And uh, Kunoichi goes, ah, that's a relief. Huh? Wait, Momonosuke-sama, how do you know that? And he goes, um... It's like he doesn't know that he knows... He doesn't know how to control the voice of all things, but he can hear the voice of all things. Now... We're moving back onto the Onigashima rooftop scene, right? We're back on the roof. And it goes, ah, you know, Luffy's, Luffy's, I think Luffy's falling. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Zoro goes, how do we win against these monsters? And Kid goes, none of our attacks are working. Gasp, goes Luffy. They're definitely working. He's like, we've hit them so many times, they have to be feeling something. No, he goes, we've hit them so many times, they have to be feeling it. They're humans just like us. Gomu gomu no, and then he hits them. I don't know with what. Wait, uh, maybe, let's see, on to the next page. Yeah, it doesn't show exactly what he hit them with, but he hits them, right? And uh, he, he fucks up, Luffy fucks up, right? And then Zoro's like, look before you leap, you know? And Killer goes, honestly, after all this, I'm surprised he still considers them human. <laughs> and then Luffy goes, well, a losing attitude isn't going to help us, is it? And then Zoro goes, you should help us come up with something then. You should help us come up with something then. And then Law goes, we need to split them up. And Zoro goes, I agree. And he's like breathing heavy. And I honestly like how, how um, Kid looks in this panel. He goes, yeah, facing those two together is just hell. And it just shows a panel of Kaido and, and Big Mom. And Kaido is in his hybrid form, which honestly was very underwhelming. Very underwhelming. Because when he showed off, when Oda showed off the silhouette like four chapters ago, it looked badass as fuck, man. Also, I just noticed, what is it? With One Piece characters and cloaks. Huh? What is it with One Piece characters and capes? Not cloaks. Capes. They all got fucking capes made out of fucking feathers. Well, actually, they don't all got it. It's more like Kaido and, you know, Kaido has it and Doflamingo has it and Corazon had it. Um... But this is the end of the chapter, right? So it, it pans out to Big Mom and Kaido just chilling there. Uh, you know, they're fucking menacing as hell, you know. Um, and Luffy goes, if that's true, I guess I've been to hell and back a few times now. 
And then Kaido goes, not bad, Straw Hat. Your eyes never seem to lose their fire. And that is the end of One Piece chapter 1008. And if you made it this far in the podcast, I'd like to appreciate you for making it this far. And as always, deuces.